Hi, friend. You are listening to the Finding Something Real podcast, a podcast created especially for someone who's not sure about relationship with Jesus Christ. My name is Janelle Wood, and while I have a background in counseling and ministry with women, the truth is I've been through my own seasons of questioning my faith. So if you've ever struggled with not being sure where you belong, or you felt like you were faking faith, or maybe a friend just shared this episode with you and you are feeling a little wounded or skeptical of all things God-related right now, welcome. This podcast is just for you. Finding Something Real is about a journey towards restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. My passion is Jesus Christ, and for me now, After having been through some real ups and downs on my own faith journey, I believe Christ is the hope and the answer to this world more than ever. But don't take my word for it. Listen to my friends as they share their own grace-filled journeys with you. My prayer is that if you haven't already, you'll find something real too. Well, welcome back to the Finding Something Real podcast, friend. Today, I'm really excited about my co-host. It's the beginning of September, and she is here. She's a very special person in my life, and in her application that she filled out, she said that she was passively encouraged by somebody to apply to be my co-host. That person was me. It wasn't so passive. Um, I've been on her case uh, for quite a while to see if she'd come on and be my co-host, and she eventually came around and said she would. Um, So bless her heart. She's here today. I don't know. (laughs) Hopefully this is going to be a really sweet journey. I think so. Um, We've had lots of really great faith conversations, and I'm excited for you to learn more about her here in a minute. But friend, this is the beginning of the month. And as you may or may not know, every month on the Finding Something Real podcast, I have a different co-host join me. That person is usually a young woman who has some questions about faith. Um, Maybe she's a Christian, maybe not. Uh, But at the beginning of the month, she comes on and she shares her story with me and those who listen to this podcast, um, her faith journey, and along with some questions that she might have about Christianity and faith in general. So we've been doing that format since February. We've had some really great conversations. Um, That's the first episode of the month. And then the following episodes of each month are with a Christian guest, somebody who um, is familiar with my co-host story or has been through a similar journey or is currently or has wrestled with the same questions that my guest or my co-host has shared. So anyway, and then at the very end of the month, for those of you who support this podcast on Patreon, you know that um, we also have a bonus Patreon episode that goes out to Patreon subscribers, people who support this podcast. Um, You can find out more about that at findingsomethingreal.com. Just click on support at the top of the page and find out how you can um, be more involved in supporting what we're doing here. But then also there's a special episode that goes out every month that's just between me and my co-host. And we talk about what impact, if any, this podcast these conversations and this journey had on her. And so um, I love those final episodes because they're very raw and real and um, just really special. So 
check that out if you haven't already. Uh, thank you to the people who are already supporting us on Patreon. It just means a lot and it helps keep this podcast on the air. But anyway, I wanted to take a moment, introduce uh, our special podcast sponsor, Laurel Denise creates meaningful handmade jewelry meant to encourage, inspire, and remind people of what they cherish most in life. The business is a small crew of women in Charlottesville, Virginia, just building on the dream that God gave the founder Laurel 15 years ago to create encouraging jewelry with her handwriting. They've become a gift company that answers the call for much more than a bracelet. Their mission is to be their real selves on the internet and provide meaningful gifts at a price people can afford. And as I've shared previously on this podcast, I am a uh, a little bit of a fan of Laurel Denise's jewelry, and I wear one of her bracelets often um, that says loved on it. And you can find out more about that by visiting her website at laureldenise.com. So friend, today on the podcast, I'm honored to introduce this month's special co-host. My co-host is, as I mentioned at the top of this uh, podcast this morning, or today, um, a very special person in my life. I call her one of my daughters. So um, <laughs> we're going to have a very honest conversation. Um, she has been part of our life for how long now? How long have you been? Three years. Three years or four? Three. Three. Three years. Um, she lived with us as a foreign exchange student three years ago. And... Uh, we kind of fell in love with her, and we haven't been able to get rid of her since. So I'll let her tell more about that in a minute. Uh, but please welcome back to the Finding Something Real podcast, my Taiwanese daughter, Ruby Kua. Ruby, welcome back. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, thank you for being here, Ruby. So um, how do we know each other? You, you tell your side of the story. I always like to hear from other people. <laughs> We, yeah, we know each other through exchange and through my um, video that, you know, surrounded with a bunch of kids. And Janelle always told this story that, like, when they first saw the video, they knew that I would get along with the kids. And, yeah. So. Maybe I should share that video, Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I will on, on Instagram. So, yeah, when... We were trying to decide who we were going to host for that school year. Um, I'm a coordinator, so I get to like see the different profiles of students. And um, often a, a student that wants to come over here on an American exchange year will share a video that kind of introduces them to their host family or their potential host family. And so I was looking at all these videos, and usually people say these cute little things like, this is my name, this is who I am, all these great things. Um, which is fantastic, but they start to look kind of the same. And Ruby's was different. I found her application. I click on her video, and here's this young woman who is introducing herself, huge smile on her face, and then there's a bunch of kids running around chasing her, and she's running from room to room. <laughs> and it was so funny. And your dad was laughing as he was videotaping it because I could hear his laughter. Or whoever was, was it your dad? Whoever yeah. was videotaping it? Yeah. And you were trying to talk about like important things like your piano playing and your book reading. And it was hysterical. And I think at one point somebody threw a ball at you and you caught it. <laughs> yeah, that's my neighbor. Yeah. It mm -hmm. was so funny. And I thought, we have four little kids. And if she can put up with this kind of chaos, uh, she's perfect for us. So 
you came and Ruby, I have to say like, and here's the thing, when I say that we didn't get rid of you, I'm serious. You came back the next year. You lived kind of. Oh, the, no, the same year I came back because I left on June and I came back in August, I think, for yeah. college. August, August 2019, you came back to go to Everett, which is uh, real yeah. close to my parents. We we joke that she loves my parents more than me and Brian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe she does. Don't don't say if that's true. Um, and then you lived next to them. I mean, twenty minutes away. You went to church with them. I think often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And were involved in some of the ministries at that church. And then you ended up having to go home because of COVID. Is that right? Yeah. Around March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she just came back recently uh, for a six week visit. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we we just got to see you a couple of weeks ago. So while she was here, I said, Ruby, are you going to come with me on the podcast? And she's like, no, if you can't find anybody else. Yeah, I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. And you know what's funny, Ruby, is that God provided other people, but not until you fill out the application. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe it's a sign. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. So. Anyway, but yeah, your video was authentic because um, every time my kids see Ruby, uh, it's just like they light up like firecrackers. I mean, you have such a gift with kids. You are like the most amazing. Um, I, I, I'm i so grateful for the way that you love my kids. Um, so, Okay, and then we we have a running joke that uh, Ruby can't show emotion um, or won't show emotion. So (laughs) when I say stuff like that, (laughs) she just stares at me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, occasionally I do, but you know, yeah, you gotta you gotta keep it under wraps. Uh Yeah, I keep it low key, but I do have emotions. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, let's talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about your culture growing up in Taiwan. What's different? You've lived in America now. You've been back and forth. I know you get some other plans going, but tell whoever's listening a little bit about is like emotional stuff. Is that different in Taiwan? Is that a cultural thing or is that just a Ruby, a Ruby thing? Um, yeah, because I got to see how the U.S are now you know the comparison and i think the biggest difference is um the asian culture is really family oriented like you know everything is surrounded by family and then whatever you do you need to think about your family not your own happiness you know i think that's the biggest difference compared to the western culture i would say and yeah people are Mm. and the way we treat each others are different too um i have heard um i have heard western people come and visit and then they they've been saying that oh you guys are really nice and really friendly and that's just yeah that's part of the culture that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah do you think um that it's harder to express your feelings in Asian culture because of the responsibility you feel to your family to, to like keep it together. Is that, would that be a fair 
thing to say or mm, there, yeah there's a lot to, to talk about about that um i would say uh, half and half it still depends on your personality like for my mom she's She's a straightforward person. She shows her emotion all the time. She <laughs> tells people when she's unhappy, she shows it. You will know. And I am not um, not exactly like that. You know, I keep it to myself more. But it's, I want to say it's, it was, it's hard to talk about your feelings, but you don't too straightforward sometimes like before you say stuff you know like it would be best to think it through and you know yeah just you need to think about how others will feel before you express your feelings so mm. yeah yeah um okay so tell me a little bit about your family about growing up in Taiwan what what is your life what did your life look like before you came to the U.S. like Share a little bit of you. Wow. What's my life? Mm, yeah, I was... Oh. Yeah, I, I grew up in one normal Asian family. You know, it's... Um, let me, let's see. You have one sister? I do have one sister. And, yeah, four people in my family. And then... Um, my mom stays at home and then yeah I would yeah and hmm I was in high school and then my dream since middle school is that I want to study abroad for college that was my goal and yeah that's what do you like to do I'm trying to think what I do when I before I did exchange Love to I was a typical I was a typical Asian high school kid like nobody you knows, know okay nobody knows what, what that is you gotta tell you okay. gotta tell us okay um it's just like the show fresh off the boats I mean they you know they, <laughs> they did oh, like exaggerated a bit I'll have to say but you know some elements of it is true like Kids study hard, mom pressure you hard too about your grades and you know, you need to be top in the class. That's true about it. And so, yeah, like my schedule for a day will be like, I go to school at 7.30, I come back at 5.30 and I study for another five hours and I go to bed at 11. That's my day, even on weekends. I, mean, I know it sounds, it sounds crazy, but that's, you know, something normal. Um, yeah, but um, I was a bit different compared to the other kids because my dad was more flexible and he wants, he doesn't want me to be, you know, just like the others. So I did volunteer works a lot, like since I was 12 or 11, like just in elementary. And then, yeah, I volunteer in tons of places like hospital, environment works and kids of course that's how I found out my passion so mm -hmm. yeah what is your passion um with kids obviously you know I have yeah I I love to be with them yeah mm. I enjoy doing that yeah 
Yeah, and like I said, you're amazing. I mean, I've never met anyone quite like you, the way you are with children. Um, in fact, funny story. So when you came to the U.S. this most recent time, um, tell the listener what happened uh, with the border agent. <laughs> so, okay, so I was in line, and then, you know. You were in California, I, right? You were going yeah, through I customs. In- I was in uh, San Francisco, yeah, and then I was in line just at the border. They called me up. It was my turn, and it was just like one of the interviews. The lady asked me, "Okay, where are you here?" Blah blah blah, and I said, "I'm here. I know a family here. I used to live with them. I'm just here for like a month visit, and then yeah, and then and you know, cause she has all the record on her computer. So I was like, okay, yeah, you know, and then but she started asking me why are you don't go to school here anymore. I'm like, cause I go to school in New Zealand right now. And then she went, why is that? And like, cause I want to move to New Zealand. And she kept asking why, why, why? And like, cause I like New Zealand. So, you know, it didn't, yeah, she, yeah. Did you get snippy with her? <laughs> Yeah, she, she wasn't satisfied with my answers. So yeah. she called up the other officer. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. Uh, this is <laughs> good. So <laughs> another officer came, and then he brought me down towards, like, the another counter. I'm like, okay, uh-huh, guys. I have another plan to catch. I've been flying for, like, 15 hours. <laughs> I just want to get to Seattle. I'm exhausted. And, you know, with a COVID, you need to wear a mask. And, you know, that's, uh-huh. you don't get to breathe well. It's, you know, I was tired. So, um, yeah, the officer came. And then we did another whole interview. And then, yeah, he asked more about my family in Taiwan and a family I know and who lives in Shillan. And, yeah, so I ended up being stuck there for almost two hours and, Oh and I missed gosh. my flight, and yeah. And didn't he, didn't he, like, hone in on the fact that you were coming to a family who had kids and whether we were paying you? Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to know, like, yeah. what kind of weird circumstances are this that you yeah, would come he, back? Yeah, because he was like, okay, so they have four kids. And then um, they ask you to watch the four kids. I'm like, yes, guess I like that. <laughs> and then they're like, did they pay you? I'm like. They don't need to pay me. I mean, they feed me. And they, they let me st- live with them for a year. And they're like, why don't they pay you? How much do they pay you for an hour? I'm like, they don't pay you, people. But, you know, they wouldn't listen. So it just, so, yeah. Oh, well, it sounds like that might still be a, a sore subject. But it's a funny story, like looking back a little bit. No, yeah, and they threatened too- me. They they threatened me. They're like, you know what? I mean, if we are being honest we're gonna throw you into i'm being honest here you know so they threatened you to they threatened to throw you into jail yep oh oh well that's not funny then you didn't share that detail before we just heard that it was like a delay and they weren't nice i never heard like the full-on detail of them being just really awful I don't know what was that really because they took everything i took my phone and my luggage and everything so oh oh well i hope you get to come back and you don't have the same experience (laughs) and it was really i mean that was you coming into the country but then upon leaving the country 
Taiwan required that you stay in a hotel for two weeks, right? You were in like lockdown yeah. for two weeks after yeah. having gotten your COVID shot you were, and being tested before you got on the plane, you were on. So that's dedication, Ruby. That's dedication to come. <laughs> why, why did you come? <laughs> I want to see you guys. Yeah. It was yeah. worth it. Yeah, we love you. So um, tell tell me a little bit about your faith journey. I know some of it, but I'd, I'd love for you to share. So um, I grew up in a family knowing Jesus. And then when I say that um, by knowing Jesus, it's not like... Um, not like a Christian home, you know, it's not exactly like that. It's just, I go to church occasionally, like, yeah, my, my, my grandma brought me to the church if she's free and then I would go to Sunday school and then, yeah, and that's it. So I growing up knowing Jesus, I have heard of him, but I never really, looking back, I never really read Bible. Like, I know there's Bible, but I never know what it is about. So, yeah. So, your your parents, though, never went to church with you, did they? It was just your grandma that would take you? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think it's all just my grandma. Okay. Yeah. So, Christianity wasn't practiced in your home, but you knew of Jesus, and you went to church sometimes, so you kind of learned a little bit about him. Is that fair yeah. to say? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I remember you telling me about something that happened when you were like 11 or 12. Do you, something that happened uh, where you felt like you met Jesus? So I, I think I had a dream one night that I was in a church and then I was under the cross or something. I forgot the details, but just I woke up the next morning and I feel like hmm, maybe, um, Maybe um, it's time to go pay a visit or, you know, because I by that time I haven't, because I left, my family moved when I was, moved away from my grandma's when I was six or five. So by that time, I haven't been to the church for over five or five years. So, yeah. And um, one of my friends from the school, um, um, he goes to church. He grew in a Christian home, so and we were really close. So you know, she invited me like times after times. But I never said yes. So after that night, I started to go to church by myself for like a month. Yeah. What was that like? Because hmm. I was the only. Because I was the only one. Like so, I don't feel really connected to anyone because I just go to Bible school for an hour every Sunday and then then I go home mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so when you stopped when you stopped going you didn't feel like anyone was gonna miss you it was just like uh I'm done here for right now yeah yeah pretty much and then in Taiwan is Christianity the main religion what is like the cultural climate as far as faith goes what do people typically believe or do they believe? Like, what is it like from your perspective? 
you see church here everywhere. Like you, you do. Like, and it's it's common to hear people that they're Christians. Yeah, it's not a unique thing. Um, but I would say still. The biggest practice here is still to still to go to the temple. It's not like a Buddhist, like I, um, it's not. Um, yes, people go to the temple lots, but it's not like a Buddhist temple. It's still it's like a little division from that. But hmm. Quite similar. Okay, like Taoist maybe. Yeah, sort of. Okay. Okay, so you grew up uh, kind of knowing a little bit about Jesus. Sounds like a lot of different cultural, like, faith influences, right? Like Christianity, Buddhism, Taoism. What about, like, atheism or agnosticism or people don't believe anything? Do you feel like that's something that you experienced as well? Or do most people in your country have some sort of faith? Most people here, they don't, they won't consider themselves have a religion. I mean, if you're not Christian or you are not totally Buddhism, like you won't tell people that I am religious. But um, it's it's really different. Like people do go to the temple from time to time. If like on on holidays, yes, and I know some people go there monthly. And yeah, it's it's kind of um, I would say the it's the idea of it, it's really different from Christian. It's not like you go to church every Sunday and you revival. No, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, so after you had that dream and you went to church for like a month, um, you stopped going. Then what? What happened then? I've never been to church since. Like, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, tell me a little bit about what happened when you came to America. Okay, so yeah, so I live with a Woods family, and I go to church with that's them us. every Sunday. And uh, yeah, uh-huh. and th- that is not something weird to me because I, I went to church when I was little, so you know I'm familiar with it. But just yeah. I don't know what happened to me when I was. So you went to church with us every week. Uh, what I remember is we went to a women's retreat and you had some sort of encounter. I don't know what happened exactly either, but I remember sitting around um, a table with some ladies. We were talking about what we were taking away from the weekend. And you said that you were taking away um getting close to Jesus again. And I don't, you don't remember this? Not at all. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was really interesting because I didn't, I don't, I didn't know what had happened. And then um, we came back from Cannon Beach, from Oregon, um, and Brian and I sat down with you and we talked with you. And um, do you remember that? No, not really. <laughs> And we uh, walked through a bunch of scripture verses with you and prayed with you, and you asked Jesus to lead your life. You don't remember that? No. Yeah, wow. that happened. That happened. 
-hmm. you just blocked it out (laughs) blocked it out so um and that I think was in October so then um yeah you kept going to church with us um and you and I would get would get up early in the morning sometimes and read Luke together you remember that tell me you remember that yes yeah (laughs) yes I do Mm -hmm. but then just share what happened from there Ruby I, I guess I just don't feel the connection anymore. I guess that's what happened. Like, I, I just feel like, I, don't just, I, just, I just feel like I'm not in that place anymore. Like, you know. Yeah. So, so let's, let's just talk about that then. Because, and, and tell me if I mischaracterize this. So you, I remember you accepting the Lord um, in, that, in September, October, you and I got up together a few times uh, to do, you know, like some sort of Bible study together. But after a while, it kind of, I remember in the winter, it kind of felt like maybe the feeling wasn't there. Um, you went away um, in May or June, in June. You came back in, was it August or September you came back? Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around. Yeah, the end of August uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, you lived closer to my parents. You got involved, as I mentioned before, with the church there. You would go to church with them, I think, every Sunday. You were, like, kind of there. But yeah, was the feeling just not there during that time either? It kind of felt like going through the motions. Would that be fair to say? Yeah. No, I... No, during that time, yeah, I wasn't feeling anything. Yeah. yeah. And so then COVID happened, and um, you go home to Taiwan, and you were already feeling kind of like the feeling's not not there. Um, so what happened when you came back to Taiwan uh, during COVID uh, in terms of your faith journey? I would, yeah, I would say there's nothing yeah nothing left at all like i i am not involved in um i'm not involved in anything with christianity anymore by that time like yeah and i don't feel like it either so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and since then, um, do you am I correct? Do you go to like a Buddhist temple once a month or something like that, or is it the Tao Taoist? Nothing in Taoist, but yeah, from time to time I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So t- let's talk about the feeling thing. What happened? Like um, for you, I I mean, it's funny you don't remember this because Brian <laughs> Brian was there. He would remember too. But like, you made a commitment to Jesus then things changed for you what do you think changed for you in terms of feeling it's funny we were just talking about how it's hard for you to express feelings but then like obviously there's like real feelings in here what made you decide or to come to the point where you're like yeah I don't want anything to do with Christianity so I think um, during the time in Cannon Beach in October, I was I kept open minded, you know, and I wanted to explore what uh, what Christianity is really about. And 
so yeah, but just somewhat, some, somewhere along the way, and then we had all these conversations throughout that year about, you know, Jesus and Bible, but I just ended up. I just don't think it's my thing. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. So you shared some questions that you have or some objections that you have to Christianity, which that's fair to say that they're objections because you have explored it. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about those? My objections or? Yeah, or your questions, either one. My questions. Um, You can share both. If they're separate, share both. Yeah, because I, I remember we always have this conversation in the car, and then because we have another, I have another friend who's from Germany. You know, she is more forward and a really firm on her own beliefs, mm-hmm. and she's an atheist. Yes, and we love you, Tati. By the way, maybe Tati will actually listen to this one. <laughs> I I I genuinely think that all religions are equal. Like, it doesn't matter you believe in Buddhists, in Jesus, in, um, I don't know, like some other religion. If you're Jewish, I genuinely, they're all equal. And then at the end of a life, everyone goes to the same place. I know it's against what the Bible says, but that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of your questions is why, uh, if it is a question, mm-hmm. um, why is Christianity different? Yeah, yes. Yeah, like what makes it different? Yeah. And I think you sh- shared something in Cannon Beach, and I can remove this if it's uh, if you don't want me to share it here. But to you, you said it feels like prideful to say that there's one way to God. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, one of your questions was, how do you define God? Tell me about that question and where it comes from. Actually, it was random. I was... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, I was scrolling through one of my high school teachers. Um, it was, what is, what is his name? Um, Van Prague. Uh, I was scrolling through his face of... Mr. Van Prague. Yeah, by random. <laughs> so, so I think he shared something. Oh, he's from Australia, by the way. So I um, um, I was scrolling through his Facebook, and I think he shared something about the Bible. And I think one of his friends back home left a comment asking, I think, to find God. And, yeah, and that, yeah, because I was like, mm, that's interesting, because... We heard people say the word God all the time, not just with Christians, but anywhere. But yeah, I, I mean, personally, I never really stop and think what, how do you define that? Hmm. Yeah. You were interested in knowing the differences between a lot of different religions, but that kind of goes back to that same question, which is why, what's so what's different about Christianity or why, which we've had, we've had conversations about that, Ruby. Like if you had to boil it down to your biggest objections, is that it? Is it like, why, 
why would I follow Jesus when I could follow other things that seem like they get me to the same place? Would that mm -hmm. be fair? Mm -hmm. can, you, can you repeat that again? <laughs> I don't know. I just made it up. But <laughs> like your question about like what makes Christianity unique, what's different about it? Um, we can talk about that because we've we've talked about it before. We even you and I recorded an episode, which will be linked in the show notes um, with Alicia Wood, where she talked about the Christianity and, and how it's different. But um, what for you, like if you had to boil it down, like maybe you don't know this, I don't know, but like is your biggest objection to following Jesus? Is it that he requires one like him and only him is that what it is or i mean what do you what do you think what are your thoughts on that yeah i mean that's one but still hmm. I, I watched the show um chosen when i was in the u.s mm -hmm. and then it's a great show but when i was watching it um, I didn't see it through a biblical perspective. Like for me, it's something historical, you know, mm -hmm. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Mm. So you saw it as something that showed history when it's showing Jesus on the chosen, but not necessarily something that you feel spiritually connected to. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And can I ask you, because we talked about it at the beginning of the podcast, and I've never asked you this before, um, but you mentioned that in your culture, your decisions impact everybody else, and you consider how your decisions would impact everyone around you, right, before you make a decision. What kind of impact would it make if you were to choose to follow Jesus on your family? Um. Um, I, that, I, I don't know, honestly, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you, how do your parents feel about Christianity? I mean, you mentioned your grandma, she is a Christian, but like your mom and dad, have you had conversations with them about what happened when you were in, the, in America the first time or? Yeah, I, I, I talk about this with my dad a lot and I I think somehow he do believe there is a God, but maybe a different from maybe a different from the Jesus. I really don't know. Mm -hmm. But they don't really have anything against the churches because my mom is familiar with it too. So yeah, and we yeah we just we don't go to church and yeah we, yeah yeah mm -hmm. so why did you show up here what what do you hope to get out of this get out of this yeah. um <laughs> get out of <laughs> do you want to ask i mean uh, like we're gonna have people come on and chat with us um Will there answers? Do you think it will impact where you're at now? Because I, I know that you 
when we last talked, which was just a few weeks ago, you were like, I'm pretty certain and I'm comfortable where I'm at. And, and I respect that. So what made you decide to show up here to ask these questions and deal with these things? Do, do you think that you will allow it to like actually impact anything or are you closed? Because I know you said you were open before, but you're kind of not maybe there right now. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, it just, I, I did explore it and then, you know, I was open-minded and yeah, but just, just not my thing. And now I am, yeah, I am pretty firm at where I am. And um, the reason I'm here is I'm, I am open-minded to um, any conversations and I would love to hear what a Christian thinks, that's why I am here. But I am not looking for changes. Like, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I, yeah, I don't come here and possibly think that something will change me. That's that, no. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is interesting because when we were talking about um, just a few weeks ago, I was asking you, are you happy? Do you remember me asking you that? Yeah. What did you say? I said yes. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because with the COVID, you know, everyone is yeah. miserable. It was, you know, not easy. Yeah. So I think one of the questions on the application is if Jesus Christ is who he says he is, would you want to know? What, what, how did you answer that question? Do I need to go back to the notes or do you remember? I mean, I say no. You don't want to know? <laughs> no. Okay. So that's kind of like telling, like how open we are to these. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I would love to hear, but, you know, it won't possibly change me mm -hmm. in any way. So, yeah. That would take mm -hmm. a miracle. That would take a lot of people praying. <laughs> so if you're a Christian, uh, <laughs> right now would be a good time to pray. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I it's it's interesting. I had a speaker, or not speaker, a pastor on here. I talk about him a lot, um, Josh White. And he said it's impossible um, to shine a light into the eyes of a blind person. Uh, like the spirit has to really open their eyes. Right. And if you, I mean, whether you believe that or not, it may be, I mean, you don't, but, um, it's, it's interesting. Um, let's, let's do this anyway and see what happens. I mean, miracles mm -hmm. do happen. I believe in miracles. Mm -hmm. Do you believe in miracles, Ruby? I do. Well, there you go. Um, okay. So every, Every time I have a co-host on, I ask them to do like a little bit of homework with me. Um, and with you, I'm going to ask you to read the, the book of Luke and the book of John. Um, since you and I started Luke and you never finished it, and um, that, that would make me <laughs> happy. You, you, so you're asking me to read the, the book of Luke? Yeah. 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 The book of Luke and the book of John. There's two books of the Bible. Just read them. They, like you said, they're historical for you. Not spiritual. Can I, can I read those like summarized thing? Um, like Luke and everything. Yeah, you actually have to read it. <laughs> they're not that long, Ruby. What? Luke is only, I think, 25 chapters. 
They're small. Yeah, that's nothing. I know you like to read. This is not hard for you. <laughs> I like to read. So. Yes, but something I'm interested. Okay. okay. You're on this journey. You're interested now. Luke and John. Luke and John? Mm-hmm. I would think about it. <laughs> is this... Wait, but is this going to be in the next um, podcast? No, or... just read Just read a few chapters, um, you know before the next episode that we record and you'll you'll get to all of them if you do that i mean honestly they're fast john's a quick read too okay i promise okay. you've never read them at least know what you're rejecting that's that's all right no one c.s lewis said christianity if not true is of zero importance but if true is of like utmost importance and he was an atheist for a long time he was an atheist he came to christ and that's what he said. He said, it doesn't matter at all if it's not true. But if it is true, it matters completely. So if you're going to reject, you know, following Jesus, which I understand that that's where you're at right now. And I respect mm-hmm. it. But we are on this journey together that you signed up for. So I'm just going to say, just know what you're rejecting. That's mm-hmm. that's my, that's my uh, push towards normally i'm really nice on these intro episodes ruby but you got me up super early this morning um i love you and uh, we have a different relationship than i do with most of my co-hosts so (laughs) you just get the truth (laughs) read it read it and find out okay and then it's fair then it's fair okay i I looked into it for real (laughs) not just out of feeling but out of like you know spending my time She's giving me dirty looks. I don't care. No, no. I'm just rolling my eyes. <laughs> She's just rolling. Okay. <laughs> All right, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to have these conversations. I think even if even if you uh, don't see any type of change on the horizon for you, and you're you're comfortable where you're at, and you're comfortable enough to come on here, which I I appreciate. Um. There's somebody maybe listening who is asking the same question, like, what's so special about Christianity? Who is God? And um, why would I bother exploring that faith or that religion at all? Um, mm-hmm. So let's go on this journey, if not for you, for other people. And who knows? Maybe for you, too. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up? No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I love you. Thank you. All right. The Finding Something Real podcast is about a journey towards finding restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. Um, I personally believe that those things in their truest form are found in Jesus Christ and only Jesus. Um, but I understand that not everyone, not everyone believes that. But if it was true, if it was true that those things in their best form, restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love, were only found in that relationship with Jesus Christ, which one would stand out to you the most in your life and why? Which one would you desire the most in your life right now? Restoration, eternity, authenticity, or love? If I have to pick one? Yeah. (laughs) 
again lo- love i think yeah yeah because it, it it just sounds more it sounds simple to me you know because yeah just to be accepted mm-hmm. for who you are yeah yeah mm-hmm. all right ruby i'll let you go now <laughs> i'll have another <laughs> word for you next time <laughs> i love you love you too Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Finding Something Real podcast, friend. This season, we are inviting co-hosts to join me to share their personal stories and to ask their honest questions about the Christian faith. Each month, we hope to feature a different co-host and together invite guests on to share from their own faith journeys and experiences. Friend, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ is still in the restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love business. I know not everyone has experienced that, but if you're curious at all about what's so great about Jesus, I hope you come back next week as we continue on a journey towards finding something real in relationship with Him. Until next time.